0: Informed Dissent, the intersection of healthcare and politics, with Dr. Jeff Barkey, board-certified primary care physician, and Dr. Mark McDonald, board-certified child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. Well, Mark, great to be with you again on another episode of Informed Dissent, now available on all podcast channels, including Apple Podcasts. And we've got a fantastic guest, somebody we've known gosh, I don't know, probably for the last year, we've uh, had an opportunity to speak uh, based on an invitation in uh, in Colorado. And uh, I've known her now for a while. I've gone out to Colorado a couple times to speak at her crazy events. And, uh, and that is the woman who goes by the handle America's Mom, and rightfully so, and uh, welcome Sharona Bishop to informed dissent.
1: Oh my goodness, thank you guys for having me. Uh, Dr. Barkey, we have gotten to have some adventures, huh? We
0: did.
1: You you know, we started the Colorado Revival last year. Um, It was a movement based off of Eric Moutsos and the Utah Revival he was doing and when I saw you on the steps of the U.S. Capitol Building I didn't know how I was going to get to you. Um, I saw you, oh wait, before I saw you there, I saw you in California. That's where I first was introduced to you. And you were standing on the steps, in your doctor's coat, reading the Constitution, and I was mind blown because there was nobody like that around me at all. There was no doctors making the link between our loss of liberty, our loss of medical freedom, our loss of our personal rights, and what was happening with this so-called pandemic. And I tell you, I know I say this to you, but I really, you really are the real deal, and um, I just am so grateful for you and that you came out here and gave so much validity to the truth. I think that is a lot of the reason why we have lived mostly free out here is because you were willing to make the trip out here and stand up for us. So I just really appreciate you. I can't even tell you. Well, well, thank you,
0: Sharona. And just to uh, let our audience know, um, Sharona invited both my wife and I out to Denver for this revival tour, if you will. And I think there were four locations. We landed in Denver, rented a car. And, of course, it's wintertime, so it's snowy. And we didn't realize how far we were going to go. But if you if you know Colorado, if you ever go there to go skiing and so forth, and you fly into Denver, it's, I don't know, like a three-hour drive or so to get to Grand Junction, which is sort of the center ski area. And from there, there's Aspen and Vail and uh, all the ski resorts up in Colorado. So we drove and along the way up through uh, to Grand Junction. We stopped a couple times uh, to give some talks. It's freezing cold. One was outside, I can't remember the town, and there was a constitutional sheriff that was part of that as well. And then Mary had some uh, Zoom call that she had to hop on. And of course, Sharona just figures stuff out and makes things happen. So we're driving along in the snowy nowhere land, and she's got this wide network of supporters Somebody she doesn't even know, she reaches out to and says, hey, can we pull into your place? We need to do a Zoom call for about an hour. So we pull into this place. Mary and I don't realize, we don't even know who this person is. We knock on the door. They go, oh, yeah, you're friends with Sharona, America's mom. Sure, come on in. Sat at the kitchen table. Mary does her thing. Back in the car and on our way back to Grand Junction and and further. And then we turn around and it's snowing. It must have taken us four hours to drive back from Grand Junction to Denver, where we were staying, and then ultimately hop on an airplane. So anyways, it's, it, it, was an, it was an honor to be able to, uh, to participate. Uh, I first saw you as America's mom on Facebook Lives that you used to do. And I think I reached out to you because I was doing some Facebook Lives as well. And we did a couple shows together. Um, you're a freedom fighter, no doubt. And here's what I want the audience to know. Um, You're not just a freedom fighter, but there's been consequences of your activism. This is from, uh, I think it's from Red Voice Media. Headlines. FBI raids the home of mother who protested elections and local school board, teenage daughter manhandled by agents. Sharona Bishop is a mother of three from Grand Junction, Colorado, who has been active in protesting against her, quote, woke, close quote, school board, and protecting election integrity. She runs the website americasmom.net, which features an article and video titled, We the Parents, How Did We Get Here? Now you'll remember not long ago, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, uh, decided to go after activist moms and went so far as to even say that they were behaving as domestic terrorists. And it was really shortly after that that you got a knock on your door why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened
1: yeah um you remember uh, in september you and dr mcdonald spoke at our school board meeting and um that was in september by october 4th merrick garland was issuing that statement where parents could be tagged and flagged according to superintendents and school board members who decided to report them to a special number directly to the FBI. And we actually know in our county here in Garfield that our superintendent did just that. Um, She did report a group of us parents who've been extremely active, extremely vocal. Uh, We served a cease and desist letter to them. And in fact, the pressure was so intense, we got one of our board members to just resign and save us the hassle of of getting her out um, by election. And so we've been actively doing all of that. That was in September, October. And then by November, uh, the morning of November 16th, we had an, a banging at our door, um, and pretty soon followed by shouts of FBI. Uh, we have a warrant to open up. It was 9.30, I was homeschooling my kids. Um, they were at the table doing their work. I was doing just the things we do, making food, doing all that stuff. And I have to say, I you know, it's a really, um, I haven't ever been in a situation like this, I'm not a criminal, I have no violent history, I, I nothing like this where I've been exposed to law enforcement in this way. And so it took just a minute, you know, your brain's kind of going and you're kind of not feeling your fingertips for a second. So I put my boys in their bedroom and just said, stay here, I don't know what's going to go on. I had already been alerted that our superintendent had called the FBI to report our parent group. I had no affiliation aside from being a volunteer and an outspoken volunteer on behalf of election integrity specifically in Mesa County where there's been some unbelievable discoveries there and so I don't work for anybody I don't have a title I'm not elected to anything I'm just a really outspoken citizen much like yourselves and so I did not anticipate that they would be coming to my house for those reasons. I just, I I never imagined that this would happen. Um, They were at my door for less than a minute when they decided it was necessary to take a battering ram to my door, bust my door open. My husband had just come up the stairs And uh, he was standing in front of me they had their guns drawn it was extremely amped up you know super hyped and one of the things when you're talking about this Colorado revival that we were doing it just speaks to the transparency that I've always had as an advocate for Liberty I've always made myself available to elected officials to our district attorneys, sheriffs whatever people wanted that would help enforce Liberty I'm there we held a business revival that helped open up Mesa County the commissioners used it as a springboard to end all man Dates in Mesa County, and so I've always been available and always made myself available. So for them to come to my home that way was very shocking. They brought with them an investigator from that county and also roped my local law enforcement into it as well. Um, they pulled my husband out the front door by his arm. they I had my phone and was trying to call. I, I, You know, you just don't know. What are your rights in this situation? You know, I listened to your interview with the Australian freedom fighter, that mother, or, or that woman. And um, it's it's so demoralizing. You have no rights in that moment. When they've decided you're a criminal, you, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't protest. You can't you know you can't reason. Nothing. That warrant says you're a criminal. We're going to do whatever is necessary to get what we came here for. And at that point, they took my phone from me, pulled my arm behind me, and handcuffed me. Um, my husband and I both stood outside. At one point, our local police chief actually handcuffed my husband as well, which is a very big no-no. He's not named on the warrant. There was no reason whatsoever for them to do that. Uh, Since this has happened, of course, I've gotten to speak with retired FBI agents, retired federal agents, even some who are still working. And they've, they've said, you know, this type of behavior, this type of force, is reserved for criminals people who are drug trafficking human trafficking violent offenders to come at your family this way Um, my children were not with me for a good half an hour maybe longer they were in the house with those agents not with their parents at one point my daughter came up the stairs she's 18 she's just a little thing and uh, she came up the stairs to see what was going on i told her to get her phone the the biggest agent that was there was probably six seven and he proceeds to manhandle her, pulling her down the stairs by her hoodie, back up the stairs by her hoodie. I don't know if he just felt she wasn't moving fast enough for him, but the, the problem is, is is it would have been very, very simple if there was something they felt they needed from me that they could have reached out to, and I've heard that from other agents that they do that often. So to come with the force, it really felt like intimidation. It really felt like you we're, 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 let, we're warning you. We're warning you it's enough and for us um although it was it was extremely it was it was humiliating it was embarrassing it was all those things i mean the road outside of my home is blocked off by the police I'm, our neighbors are wondering what's going on we have a very tight-knit community i knew those law enforcement you know i knew those officers at my home and um it was just kind of one of those moments where you're like i just i i can't believe this is happening because I utilize my First Amendment right to speak out. I rally other people to empower them and help them see that their liberty is theirs to keep. You know, elections belong to the people. Our schools belong to the community, not to a bureaucracy, and certainly not just to um, to the federal government. That's for sure. So it's been a uh, it's been eye opening the potential um, links that this administration is going to go to to silence people and they have said they have said you know joe biden was also was um readily willing you remember at the beginning of his administration he said you will be labeled a domestic terrorist if you're disputing the election results do you remember that yeah from very the very very beginning this was going to be a federal offense if you were blatantly questioning the results of the election whether he could enforce that is anyone's guess um and then and then school boards we know and understand at this point especially that elections have consequences and that was so much of the reason for our Colorado revival, so much for the movement of America's Mom was to bring this reality straight to the people and say you have the government, you, you have because you allow it. So when we rise up, when we push back, When we have um, influence over our local communities and the federal government steps in to shut it down, that is a very, very dangerous thing to happen in America. And when I heard your Australian freedom fighter saying, you know, we all just wanna come to America, I, you know, I took a breath. I was like, we are in a very precarious position right now in America, where um, the federal government has decided they have the right based off of Their own suspicions to come in, take your stuff, because you're vocal, because you're an outspoken citizen, and then they'll try to find a crime to pin on you. Uh, It's very dangerous, and I never did. They charge you with something, Sharona?
0: Are you now charged with a crime?
1: No, I've never been charged with a crime. Uh, I don't anticipate I ever will be. Um, It's really just been a matter of shutting us up and shutting us down.
0: Uh, And and I suspect uh, this event didn't shut you up or shut you down.
1: Well. No, as a matter of fact, (laughs) um, we said, you know, we said we're doubling down. They came here, you know, during the course of these FBI agents, which there were seven or eight agents at my home. I've since heard it's difficult to get even two to show up for um, cases regarding child pornography or child trafficking, by the way. But we had seven or eight show up at my home. And keep in mind, I want your listeners to know my husband works in judicial my husband has been in criminal justice for over 20 years now. This is our world. And so to be um, on the other side of this, again, we know full well what our rights are. We know what, what, um, what the proper role of, of uh, law enforcement is and this was not it. Um, we, we've pushed back, we're pursuing every avenue to make sure that our family is safe and other uh, freedom fighters, other patriots, that their families will be safe also when they choose to speak out and support their beliefs and their their, their liberties.
0: Well, thank you for your courage.
1: Oh, gosh. You know what, um, I think about what you guys have done, Dr. McDonald, the testimony that you gave at our school board meeting, I, you know, I can't find any other child psychiatrist who will come out and speak about the unbelievable damage that's happening to our children. Uh, every one of us that loves our country is taking risks because we're not going to have another place to run to. Your interviews with these, um, with with uh, people from other countries are showing that they think we're the last bastion because we are. So if we, knowing what we know. Don't take a hold of that and, and embrace the responsibility we have to defend it and protect it. We are, we, I couldn't live with myself and neither could either of you. So we're only doing what is necessary and we're only doing what is just very minimally expected of us.
2: Sure, what you just described is horrific and it goes against the very core protections that we have as citizens of this country. Despite this, I know for a fact that we are still living in the freest country in the world because of all of the communication I receive from foreign countries, people that listen to our podcasts in Norway, in Australia, in Iceland, in Portugal, in Malta, in South Africa. And I receive these these emails literally daily telling me what you just described is so awful, but it is twice as bad where I'm living. So what you made the point of just now is absolutely true. Uh, We are fighting a battle, but we are the last place. If we fall, there is nowhere else to go. There is no other beacon of hope out there because all those lights have burned out.
1: That's exactly right.
2: So Sharona, I saw a picture recently with you and
0: Mike Lindell. Tell us about that.
1: Um, You know, Mike Lindell is, is absolutely a patriot. There's not another billionaire, almost billionaire, whatever he is at this point that I know of that's been willing, um, maybe besides President Trump, to give so much to save his country. And we actually did not meet until literally the day before the symposium. I got a phone call on my phone and it said Lindell. And I was like, this must be a joke. And but I, and we were planning on going to the symposium. We booked our airfare and everything. We were like, this is gonna be amazing. We gotta get over there and meet these people, see what's going on. And um, we uh he said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna send a plane to pick you guys up let's go that same day the secretary of state of colorado had issued this big scary proclamation making it sound like she was going to raid the clerk's office and do all these things which she actually ended up doing and so um i got on a plane with a couple of friends and uh, that was the first time i met mr lindell was at that cyber symposium we felt very strongly he needed help uh, he needed support, this was a guy who who was kind of running a one-man show because so many people had abandoned him and left him once he decided to pursue the fraudulent election of 2020. Um, and so it, it was, it's been such an honor and such a pleasure to be able to just kind of be in his corner, offer up whatever we can, when we can. There's a lot of just support and um, he's he's just genuinely trying to save America just like you guys are and like I am using the resources that he has. One thing people should know about this whole, um, about elections and what's happening is, there are people who are the face because that's the tool they have, right? He has a big media platform, he owns a great big business, but the people who are doing the work, they've never been paid a penny, Uh, and he's doing work too, but they've never been paid a penny to do the investigations they're doing. Um, Our canvassers, they're not paid. And that's what the left doesn't understand. Everybody is doing what they're doing. You're doing what you're doing because you love this country and you know that something's wrong and you're trying to fix it. The left doesn't understand that because what they do is usually so devious and deceptive and it has these selfish undertones to it um, and sometimes even blatantly just outwardly completely selfish and self-serving and destructive of America. So it's hard to understand why people would give up their fortunes, their respectability, if you will, um, and, and pursue something that's been called a conspiracy and try to help save this nation. So he's he's definitely been a catalyst but I would say and he will say this also it is the people on the ground it is you standing at the steps with the Constitution it's the mothers of Pennsylvania going door-to-door door proving out the votes um, it's the sheriff in Wisconsin standing up and taking his responsibility seriously you know these are the people who are saving America um, but I'm so grateful for Mr. Lindell and the belief he has in this nation and
0: most importantly um, Did Mike bring you a pillow?
1: Oh my word. I still do not have a pillow <laughs> You know we bought pillows thankfully he said I could call and get one but I'm like, you know I don't we'll buy one. We'll, we'll buy when we need them. We'll buy them We do have a couple of pillows. They're so nice, but we really need a dog bed. I hear the dog beds are amazing by the way
0: now now you said something early as you were uh, telling your story uh we've got a lot of homeschoolers that are part of our audience and you mentioned that you homeschool uh how many kids do you have and and uh, how is that homeschooling thing going
1: well i'm a homeschooling mother under duress i want to be very clear about that um i i'm not one of those visionary homeschooling moms who was just super excited to to give up my life and homeschool I am that parent who loved the, the school system and the structure of it because I really I do things, my kids do things, I liked that. The only reason that I brought my kids home is because I'm not going to sacrifice them on the altar of convenience to be abused um, just because the law says they can. And every parent, I, I just, it's not a, um, I don't want to ever make anybody feel bad or feel that we're judging them over their decisions, but there has to be a line we draw in the sand that says, this is where I will not tolerate this anymore. And um, it's been wildly inconvenient and um, you know burdensome. And it's been also incredibly amazing and a, an incredible growing opportunity for all of my family. I actually have four kids. My oldest is graduated. My son is a junior in high school. He is the only one that is still in the public school. And so that's a lot why I've continued to fight on a local level and push back. Um, and that's just because he felt he could handle what's coming and we've just kind of worked with him I will say though and mr. Uh, dr. McDonald you know this directly the mental the constant mental hammering day after day of seeing the, um, seeing the um, temperature checks um, seeing the boxes of masks seeing the sanitizer everywhere I mean it is a mental draining Um, game that they're playing with these kids. It is very psychologically damaging. We are having to undo every four days what the school district has done for those, you know, previous, that whole week. And it's, um, it's very depressing for these kids. As strong as my kid is, you know, we we just keep reminding him it's not always going to be this way. We're fighting for you. My two littles are the ones who are homeschooling, and um, it has been really, really wonderful. I have to say, it's a lot less expensive than having them in public school, um, and we just have a we have a ton more time together. I'm very in control of what they're learning. Um, they're learning the citizens' creed right now, which is really important to me. And um, you know, we're we're partnering with other families. We have an academy that they go to twice a week, and they're just. It has become um, such, it's really become really good, but it didn't start out that way. And so um, I I hope other parents can empathize with that, that it's not always glorious, but man, has it been worth it. And we won't go back. I'll never send my kids back to public school ever again. I won't.
0: Are you seeing the tide turn at all in the public school system? In California, you may not be aware, but uh, the California Department of Public Health just reinstituted mandatory indoor mask wearing throughout California and the schools now are wrestling with the idea of vaccine mandates, COVID vaccine mandates for the children. What are you seeing in Colorado?
1: Well, you know that we have a COVID um, uh, kind of a, a, a union with California, California, Nevada, Uh, Utah and um, I think Oregon and Colorado we all have kind of a compact together over these COVID policies so I watch what you guys are doing to figure out what's coming next to me the only difference is is that our governor is realizing that he's not going to be able to fake his election next time if he doesn't stop with the mask stuff so um, he came out trying to look like a conservative but as far as and and he said you know um, masks should be a personal decision now having said that we have the Department of Public Health that continues to put out their guidance and I wanted to share this guidance with you guys because I thought maybe you would laugh really hard. Um, when, when So the governor might be able to get away with looking like he's not doing anything to hurt us and the teachers union might be able to say you know we're just following the guidance by the Public Health Department. Well the guidance um, uh, looks like this. It says if you have been, and here, here's where it's a problem, because the school board will say, we're just following the guidance of the public health department. So listen to this insanity. Dr. McDonald, you are going to appreciate this. This is a head case like you've never heard. If you have been boosted or have had two shots of Pfizer or Moderna within the last six months or have had one shot of J&J with the last two months, you can at home quarantine is not required. You can wear a mask around others for 10 days and test on day five after exposure if possible. And then it goes on to if you are unvaccinated or have had two shots of Pfizer, it goes on and on. It is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. And this is the, I mean, it goes on for a whole nother half page, you guys. Just saying ridiculous stuff like this, that almost makes me feel like this is a joke, right? They're trying to get us to see how stupid this is, but we just won't do it or not. I mean, Dr. McDonald, what do you think?
2: Well, what you just described, Sean, is actually a reflection uh, exactly of what we're living here in California. I had a parent of a 12 year old in my practice who was just pulling her hair out last week because her son is now being ordered to stay home until the end of the month from school. What did he do to deserve this? Well, he did get both shots. He did wear his mask every day, but apparently he was sitting within six feet of a student, also 12 years old, in the class one week earlier, who is not sick, but had a positive test. And now he has to stay home until the end of the month. He can't come to school with a mask. He can't socially distance. He has to stay home and quarantine for two weeks. Now, this is happening to every student in every public school throughout the state of California. And obviously, it's happening to students in Colorado as well. It is insane. It is absurd. And by the way, this mother is a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat, Bernie, Hillary, Clinton, Obama... And until recently, until recently, Obama Harris supporter, not anymore. She's actually going to vote Republican this year.
1: Man, well, see, there there is her line in the sand. That's where she said, that's it. I've had it. And it's interesting. It's about her kid. I think yes. that is where, yeah, I think that's where we're really going to see, continue to see the uprising is these parents who can't believe how far we're letting the government go with our kids. Um, I would say in Colorado, some things maybe that the rest of the world doesn't know, there's been massive protests in Colorado again. Boulder County was having protests nearly weekly, if not every other week, of hundreds and thousands of people showing up. You might, um, you might recall that Boulder County, um, the rural areas where these protests were happening, actually burned up last week. Uh, it's very a very interesting situation actually. One hundred and fifteen mile per hour winds never has happened before. Um, literally burnt these homes to a crisp all the way down to the 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 foundation. It's unbelievable what's mm. happened there. Um we continue to see. Um, school board meetings be flooded. Um, we continue to see campaigns against the governor. We're getting ready to start session next week. It's going to be a very big week for our state. Um, we're not quiet as I know you guys aren't either. And as I see things like the massive protest in France um, yesterday or to well yesterday or today, um, they are saying over a hundred thousand people showed up to protest. Uh, the president there and his um, unbelievable behavior towards the unvaccinated. Um, I just think it's going to be, it has been the parents, it has been the moms that are just tired of it and um, we're definitely, you know, there's going to be a few who try to hold on to this illusion because they've been given so much power and so much money and um, but I think for us here in Colorado I believe it's coming to an end I I hope that it is, Um, but then I look at my local school and I see that they're still doing all the same things they were doing before. We haven't been able to get them to have any empathy or sympathy with our community. We provided, you guys, we provided um, uh, over 3,000 signatures to our school board in my county saying we do not support masking kids, social distancing, and quarantining. And they they couldn't care less, Mm. you know?
0: Corona for school board,
1: 2022. Listen, I, the, the joy for me is helping other people, you know, finding those great people who can get into the fight and stay focused on that fight. Um, I'm a little bit of a squirrel and I hate like redundancy. I like, I love this fight. I love that. We're in this amazing adventure together. You know, it's not anything that we ever thought we'd be doing. Um, but man, I'm so grateful. I feel so alive. And I just know that I'm living out the purpose that God made me for. Um, when I was listening to um, the podcast that you guys did about Fauci, um, I I got very emotional because for years we've believed that our lives were in our own hands, and we didn't realize how this political elite was setting us up to be to be controlled, to be owned, and. I'm just not willing to go down like that, you know? I'm not, I'm an American. I'm a, you know, a fourth generation Coloradan. My family is you know, grit and hickerbilly. And we, we don't go down easy. And so I know so many Americans feel the same way. I know people who've moved here, who've um, immigrated to America, they feel the same way. They are not going to allow this country to be defeated. And you guys are such a testimony of that. You've taken everything that you have. You've put it all on the line. You know, you've risked your medical licenses by speaking out. That's your whole life you've built up to now. There are so many more of us than there are of those political elite who would love for us to be their servant.
0: So Sharona Bishop, America's mom, we have an international audience, uh, mostly in the United States, but we, uh, we have downloads from across the world. What's your message to the free loving people of the United
1: States and the world? Don't you ever give up. Don't you ever bow down. Don't you ever quit fighting? I was reading um, there's a passage in Scripture that says, "We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And what I got from that that verse actually is, we wrestle. That's not a question. It's a statement. We wrestle. Fight for what you want. It's expected that our lives would not um, would be lives that are, that are challenging right because because we want to live and that is part of the gift of living is we've got a battle in front of us if it wasn't this it would be something else um, but no matter what we're, we're here to wrestle we've been given everything we need by our Creator we've got what it takes to stand up and stand firm and we have to do it for our children we have to do it for ourselves um, and and honestly In America especially, we have such a mandate on each one of our lives. Our founders gave up everything. They've set the standard for us. And so we can never, ever back down. Don't ever give up on this fight, ever.
0: Now, you're also a Christian. Does that influence your courage and your fight?
1: I feel very protected and very guided by the Lord, yes. Um, I feel unstoppable. No matter what happens on the outside, no matter what it looks like to everyone else, I feel absolutely unstoppable and that um, we will not be defeated. You know, there are, there are some losses a little bit along the way, but we, I know the battle's already been won. I know it has been. And it's just a glory and an honor to be able to be a part of this in any way that God would have me be.
0: How can our audience find out more about you if they want to learn about you, follow you?
1: Well, um, you can definitely go to americasmom.net, which is our website. And um, we would love to connect with you guys there. We're getting better about it for sure. Um, It's it's such a busy time right now. And so we have some great volunteers that are helping us make sure you guys get resources. There's a whole resource section for parents now. And um, you can also find us on Facebook. We're pretty interactive there while we still have a platform, Instagram, Getter. And um, I think that's it. I'm not a Twitter person, so, but I would love to connect with all you guys there.
0: Sharona Bishop, America's mom, thank you for joining us on Informed Dissent.
1: Thank you guys so much for everything you've done. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Informed Dissent with Dr. Jeff Barkey, board-certified primary care physician, and Dr. Mark McDonald, board-certified child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. Informed Dissent. The intersection of healthcare and politics.